0: All right. Well, welcome to Zach and Steve Have a Podcast. I'm Steve, and I'm Zach, and we're so glad to be back with you. We're actually on now. We are on. We're on. We're still- we are officially recording now. Now it's like now. I just feel the audience of the world around us. Yes, and it's growing. It is. We've we've like it's every week. There's a few more listeners, which is awesome, and we're so glad you're here. Special shout out. Do you want to do the special shout out? Special shout
1: out to our our new member of our team.
0: A new member of our team. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, you can shout we, him out. Go ahead. Yeah, we, our, have, uh,
1: we have a turtle on. on
0: uh, when the video podcast here. eventually premieres, hopefully around episode ten, we'll have our video, the the video podcast as well.
1: Is it an alligator snapping turtle? Is my that question.
0: That is a that is a Galapagos toad. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's an alligator snapping <laughs> turtle. <laughs> all toidles. all <are> alligator snapping <laughs> turtles. Now that's um. Yeah, so I bought that for you for your birthday back in November, and I lost it. <laughs> uh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. Well, I got where, that. From, where did you find it? It was out in my man cave. So, isn't bag?
1: Uh, oh, in a bag. It, forgot, it just it just didn't like it. leave the uh, like crawled out of the bag and hid somewhere because mm-hmm. it didn't it didn't want to leave yeah, your pep, presence.
0: Pepe Pepe wanted to stay in the man cave. Pepe
1: Pepe Pepe the alligator snapping
0: turtle. Anyway. So but no, we were gonna do a special shout out to one of our listeners.
1: Oh yes. Our buddy our, our friend Jacob.
0: Jacob. We yes. won't use any last names, but Jacob, thanks for listening to us, buddy. We're yeah, we, so I excited. Had a, I you. had a
1: nice note from Jacob this week. He said he listened to the podcast, listened to podcast one, and he said his first minute he was hooked. Aww. And he says it's amazing.
0: Oh shucks. So. Well, guess what, buddy? We're sending you a dollar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Keep those compliments coming. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: are our, not our. giving away a dollar compliment This is a uh, we, we do not make money on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> If anything we are losing money on this podcast It's all good No, but thank you for listening And uh, we, we do appreciate it If you do have comments or suggestions Or whatever for the podcast Please uh, l- let us know Review the podcast That'd be great. Rate us on, on Spotify Rate us or wherever you're listening If you listen to us on YouTube Leave some comments We'd love to hear from you That'd yeah. be fantastic
1: You heard from someone this week
0: I, oh my gosh <laughs> yes I did okay so I came back this week to work which was awesome I'm really I was really excited to come back to w- work this week just with this brand new positive attitude it's really weird I'm still trying it on yes you know it's, it's like uh, it's lovely it, it, it is it, it doesn't fit quite right yet but I'm hoping to uh, grow into it or whatever <laughs> however you want to put it kind of like the Kenny Pickett shirt you got me. <laughs>
1: We had to mention Kenny Yeah, Pickett. we
0: have to mention Kenny Pickett because <laughs> oh, this is also a Kenny Pickett podcast. But Zach on Wednesday night for we we had our first Wednesday night back with the teens, and Zach got me it was it looks like the Kenny Wood logo. So if you're familiar with Kenny Wood, it has the arrow logo yeah, pointing to area. Kenny Wood. Yeah. And uh the wood part was scratched out and underneath it was wrote Pickett. <laughs> and it was perfect. Zach got me a 2XL.
1: <laughs> well, they, it was either 2XL or medium. Yeah,
0: and I'm glad. He, uh, I didn't want to look like a, a sausage in a really yes. tight casing. Yes. Uh, you right? So um, he got me the 2XL. It fit you pretty good. I really wish you'd stop saying that that fit me <laughs> quite well. Like, I'm like, Cyrus, you jerk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it did. It it's big. That's a big shirt, man. That's a lot of material um, on it's a, me.
1: It's a tent. Although the neck, the neck the was neck very is small.
0: Suspiciously <laughs> small. Like so, it had this it was really. Like, it was right on my neck. Weird look. Yeah, to it because it, it was
1: really tight around your neck and like very yeah. puffy it, it, out like, around. On, it kinda, on
0: me, it was more of like a tunic. Um, yeah, like I could have. Uh, it like put it was like a, It, it
1: kind of looked like a funnel. Yeah. you know, like that tight part of the funnel is around yeah. your neck. And yeah, it. That's it kind of flowed out around.
0: Oh yeah. gosh. But it's a cool shirt. Otherwise, I really if it would have been like my size, <laughs> I would wear that shirt on a regular basis because it was awesome. Um, but yeah, so this week I came back to work and I, um, I, I had a, a message on my phone on our phones at work. There's a little red light that blinks when you have a message. And I, I you know, I've been out for almost a month now. I took a, a like like I've said in the past few podcasts, I've taken a little bit of an extended break and. Um, just to just to reconnect with with God, with my family, everybody. It's been uh, a very worthwhile experience. Um, so I get back and I'm like, oh man, how many messages do I have? And it was one. <laughs> I don't know what that says about the, the need for me here or whatever it might be. There was one message, and I pick pick it up and I listen to it, and the guy starts off like this. He goes, "Good night. This is John James." And uh, I was passing through. I was on YouTube, and uh, I, I saw saw your uh, your church, and you were the one speaking. I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate your message, yada, yada. He didn't say yada, yada. I'm just yada, yading, And uh, I just wanted to encourage you. Uh, also, uh, just so you know a little bit about who I am, I'm, I'm a former <laughs> – I'm one of the creators of the Newsboys. The News? <laughs> the newsboys you're
1: famous i mean the newsboys christian van from the uh, late 80s early 90s
0: former member of the newsboys um and so i mean obviously i'm suspicious i'm a suspicious person in general like i not
1: not, like because even with this new new attitude you have positive
0: positive attitude i still realize that people will still mess with you and so i obviously thought it was a crank call like man cyrus really put this together Found he got himself because the guy in the message is saying like he had, he had like this West Virginia, um, you know, address and now phone number which all checked out. Actually, his phone number was a, a New Jersey or not New Jersey? Ugh. Uh it was a Tennessee. It was already close to being the same. No, no. The Tennessee uh, phone number. I, I checked it all out, verified it that this was legit. That it actually was John James of the Newsboys. <laughs> from like the mid 80s to like the early 2000s or something like that he was part of it he he helped create the band he was one of the like i think he was a singer uh with peter furler if 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 the dude would have said this is peter furler or something i'd be like no it's not no it's not but i'd never i'd never no offense to john james if he ever listens to this podcast I'd never heard of John James yeah. in my life, uh, I'll, but I also never listened to Christian music really until I was in my mid twenties. Um, I'm pretty impressed by your Australian accent, by the way. Thank that you. was good. It wasn't that good. It was pretty good. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Um, anyway, so he uh, so he leaves me his number. He's like, hey, give me a call sometime. I'm like, all right. So I call. He's the nicest guy. He wasn't expecting a call. He was was not expecting a call back. (laughs) He was like, oh my goodness, you you (laughs) decided to call me back. I'm like, yeah, man, I, I checked you out first to make sure this was legit, but I just wanted to say thank you for reaching out. Anyway, he, like, more or less, he and his wife are are speakers in churches. You know, they're always looking for new places to go. I think that was kind of part of the reason why he did call. Uh, But nonetheless, it was a very nice phone call. Very pleasant. He listened
1: to your message. He did. Whether
0: he listened to the whole thing or just part of it, whatever the case might be, it meant a lot for somebody to reach out. It was honestly. Crikey. And he said, Crikey. No less than forty times on the phone, like no joke. Like when I told Sarah that, she was like, "No, he did not." So this is like Steve Irwin. It was. It was like I was like, see, like Steve Irwin. When I was a kid, he was like a legend. Yeah, like, you know, I love Steve Irwin. Um, I had a Steve Irwin action figure. <laughs> you didn't. I did. So, did,
1: have you ever dressed up like Steve Irwin? I did dress up. No, well, you, I told
0: you that before. I'll tell the audience. I for a, um, I was when I was in elementary education, we had to do a. Uh, presentation in my one elementary education class. It was like it was, uh, it was a literature class for el- uh, early childhood elementary education. Um, and we had to do a presentation as uh, a, a character from, or not a character, a person based on their biography. And so I picked Steve Irwin. So I had the full.
1: Was it because his name was Steve? Is no, was was Steve, it was because he was Steve. There's so many people out there named Steve. They've that done awesome. so many amazing things.
0: I know. Steve's a great name. Steve Urkel? Steve. <laughs> Why'd you go to Urkel? <laughs> because <laughs> you turd. Like whatever. Yeah. So Steve Urkel, but Steve Arrington. Yeah, oh, <laughs> He's you go, a good huh? Steve. There There's a good is. Steve. Um, but uh, anyway, Steve Irwin. I was a, a huge, huge fan of his. So anyway, I did that presentation. Um, and I'll never forget. I do my presentation. I had, I had the full regalia. On, is that the right word?
1: So just a bunch of brown.
0: Uh, it was khaki. Khaki. It was khaki, okay. khaki shirt khaki shorts uh short khaki shorts oh yeah yes yeah there's my, a lot of leg in steve uh, Irwin. <laughs> gotta be able to be mobile yeah you don't want with any them, of those shark sharks with them gators are
1: coming snakes
0: and gators and crocodiles you got to be able to move crikey crikey um so anyway yeah so i'm in the full full uniform uh for steve Irwin, and then i got i got a seven foot long inflatable alligator Nice. For like a pull float, I'm carrying that around on campus. So obviously I got a lot of attention. Anyway, my name got pulled first. Nice. When we got to class. And I was like, I was, honestly, I was so excited because I was like, I just want to get this done. Nice. Get this out of the way because I was super nervous. So I did the whole presentation and it went really well.
1: Did you do it in your Australian accent? The I, d- whole time? I
0: did do it full Australian <laughs> accent. Never broke character. I was in it, man. I was like, I had the full pose, like where I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like squatting down, <laughs> talking about Steve Irwin. It was really cool talking about the fierce snake and uh, crocodiles, all that stuff. Oh. And so anyway, um, I got I got an A plus plus. You got two pluses. I got two pluses. I got a ton of bonus points. My teacher was like, "That is one of the best." I'm not talking myself up. This is literally what happened. Um, Is the only good thing I did in college. I got an A plus plus, and then and I was also the first one to go. And then my buddy, his name gets drawn, and he's doing this Terry Bradshaw one, and he's like, he's like, I don't want to follow that. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, (laughs) he like tries. I don't know if he's had prepared for this or not to do like the southern ish Terry Bradshaw. It was so bad. <laughs> he's like, Steve, you jerk, man. <laughs> but, yeah, that was the one thing I got right. I uh, was Steve Irwin uh, and did it well. But, yeah, so John James, thank you for calling me. That was really, really nice of you. Look him up. He's this cool dude. Um, you know, I think he's got great testimony. I don't
1: know if I know one newsboy song.
0: I, pfft, I, I can't
1: think of any. I
0: mean, the P- Newsboys also. No, I can't think of a Newsboys song. Like, honestly, the first song that came to my head, I think, was that other, what was that other big Christian band that uh, Toby Mac was in? No, that uh, no, wasn't Toby Mac. Was it Toby Mac? Jars of Clay? No, no. That, Jars of Clay was a different one. What was the other? Jesus Freak? No, I don't remember. What group was that? I,
1: I can say I had never really like got into Christian music until, like, college. Yeah. So, the early Christian music, yeah, I, I don't really know.
0: I don't know it super well. <laughs> There's probably people at home that are, if you're listening to this and you're like, it's... This you dumb DC talk
1: DC talk DC there you talk. go yeah like the the first Christian band this is, you're gonna say this is not a Christian band but to me I grew up I wasn't really um, I went to like a Presbyterian church I wasn't deep in faith and listening to Christian music stuff like that mm-hmm. um, just kind of went to church to go to church mm-hmm. um, so the first like Christian mu- music was Creed. <laughs>
0: Spit my drink out.
1: <laughs> so, not Just that that's that, Christian at all. No, it's not. No, it's it, not. It was funny because it was like was, we, were
0: conv- we were being told that it was Christian yes. music, and like the one song, he says a, a very like bad word, very profane word, yeah. and it, my dad's like, "This isn't Christian music." <laughs> I know. Because my mom's like, it's Christian, Mark. And my dad's like, did you just hear what he said? <laughs> no. She's like, no, it's Christian music. <laughs>
1: yeah, the, so that was the christian y music that was around. But yeah, that wasn't Christian music. At no, all. it was not. No, no. He,
0: he was like, he was definitely trying to, Scott Stapp, who was the lead singer of that band, I think was definitely trying to appeal to a Christian audience because there's a built-in audience there. Like, sure. if you tell people that you're a Christian, Moms and dads are like, oh, this is the music I should be buying my kids because it's better than all the other devil music that's out. right Devil then. music. Oh, I mean, seriously. I mean, think about the stuff that was coming out in the late 90s. Like, some of that rock music was getting pretty, like, not that rock music. Like Marilyn Manson. Yeah, or- Marilyn Manson. Um, I don't want to start, like, naming. Marilyn Manson, I think, is the most glaring sure. one. Um, when you t- start talking about, like, things that were definitely. So you like,
1: put Creed up there. And I-, I would love to hear you belt out a Creed. uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, nah. <laughs> no, uh, uh, I have to be in the right mood to <laughs> do that. I had all Creed's albums, by the You're way. You're
1: more of Steve Irwin mood right um, now. Yeah, You're not yeah, a-
0: yeah, yeah. You had me going one direction. I can't switch and start doing like that, gr- a cry, mood. Uh, like it was like all in the throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Anyway, anyway what are we so, going to talk about today? So this week. I had the opportunity to go see the new Thor movie. Okay. Actually, it was like, you know, the preview screen. I've been waiting
1: a long time to see this new Thor movie.
0: Well, let me be the first to disappoint you. Oh, good. It was a terrible movie. Uh, It was the most uneven, unbalanced movie I've seen in a long time. Uh,
1: That that upsets me because I I loved uh, Thor uh, Ragnarok, Ragnarok. Ragnarok, one of my favorite um, Marvel movies.
0: And I would easily consider Thor Ragnarok to be one of my favorites. Too. it's definitely in the top three uh, of them i mean that's with guardians of the galaxy yeah which the guardians are in this movie are they for a grand total of like five minutes
1: oh i was uh, i so, was hoping there was a lot more because at the end of what is it Endgame? they go off together and yeah, you, you think they're think gonna have that, their own movie
0: Yeah, and they should have and it would have been amazing um, but the Guardians are in it for five minutes at the very beginning. It's not really a spoiler because they're in the trailer and stuff. So, uh, But, yeah, it – oh, gosh. Th- I was really looking forward to this movie because uh, Ragnarok was such a good time. I mean, it had its seriousness to it. It had its gravity to it. But, it, it, but also, in Ragnarok, we were still, like, leading up to Infinity War, right? Yeah. Now, post-Endgame, post, inf- post Endgame, nothing matters no. anymore to me. I, I Honestly, I have not found one – Marvel movie that I've really liked. Even No Way Home, which everybody has just been raving about. I I didn't like like it. It was not that good. No. It was only okay. It was a mediocre movie overall. Uh, Just once again, it was just. Was was there
1: anything redeeming out of this movie?
0: No. Uh, out of Thor, yeah, out of the Thor love movie, Love and Thunder, no. I, 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 honestly, no. The acting was bad. the 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 jokes went on and on and on and on and on. I mean, it was like the, they just cranked the silliness and cartooniness yeah. of it up to like a thousand. Yeah, um, was
1: it was it pretty raunchy? Because you get this idea of Love and Thunder, like yeah, there's going to be some it, stuff it in there.
0: It, there was one scene that bothered me. When it comes to, like, because you think of superhero movies, you think, like, oh, I could sit down with my kids and watch yeah. these eventually. Now, some of them, obviously, are built more for, like, a t- tween teenager audience yeah. to adults. So it's something you could share together with your, your kids eventually. Because, you know, my kids are all under under 10 still. Right. Uh, just barely. Still under 10. Um, Got a gaggle. Gaggle. What's that?
1: It's, it's a whole bunch. Of kids. Oh, I have Under a gaggle.
0: 10. I thought I, you said go to gaggle. Like no. it was some. <laughs> go to this website, and uh, it edits everything else. Yeah. You can watch it with your kids. Gaggle. Like, okay, that Damn. sounds great. You should, we we should, have an idea. We should, create, we should create gaggle. Write that down. Yeah. Gaggle.com. <laughs> sounds like Google. <laughs> only, only it's not. Gaggle. All right, anyway. Um, so uh, I... It, it, it was just yeah. So the one scene was like just very inappropriate, absolutely inappropriate. Um, so if you are going to see it with your kids or whoever's listening to this, uh, I would strongly recommend considering. Otherwise, uh, it's just it's not like wildly R-rated inappropriate, but even for PG thirteen, I'm like, what 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 are yeah. we doing here anymore with these movies? Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I was not a big fan of it, and the theme of it was interesting, especially from a uh, you know a theological point of view. Yeah, because um, I'm always interested in I love learning about world religions. Yeah. Um, and understanding world religions. Obviously, I hold fast to the Christi- Christian Christian sure. um, theology. There as is the one tr- God. As yeah, one God. Yeah, um, Yahweh. If you want to get into like the technical terms of, of the Old Testament, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but it's always interested me. And this movie really explores the, the, uh, the, I don't know what you want to call mythology it. Mythology of other religions yeah. type yeah, thing? Yeah, mythology. So, I mean, it really gets in. Uh, when they have this one scene, I forget what, it's like, it was called, like, Omnipo City or something like that, where it was, like, all the omnipotent beings reside. <laughs> okay. Um, and they're like they're Ze- all powerful? And yeah. They're like- oh, gosh. It was terrible, dude. Yeah. But, like, Zeus is, like, the leader of this gang. Of, okay. Uh, not gang. It's, like, this whole coliseum filled with just different, you know, gods from different religions, um, be it, you know, Norse mythology. Uh, well, actually, the Asgardians are the ones that had that – Quit coming to it. Uh, but okay. It was because that's Thor and his game. Right. Um, but um, what was it? Greek mythology, Roman mythology, uh, Aztec, uh, Mayan. I mean, it, it just it list goes on and on and on. And there's like Hindu gods there and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's. I mean, just from. But not that they get into like the backgrounds of all these characters, but they're there. Gotcha. And if you have any kind of idea of what they look like, you'll see them. Egyptian mythology, all that. Right. Um, so anyway. So I, 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 going through that scene is just interesting because it's like from that perspective, it's funny when you think about our God versus, who, our God, the true God, um, you know, the everlasting God, who He is. It's nothing like these gods. Like the right. gods of, of mythology are all selfish yeah. and um, they all have human traits. They have hu- they have because way they were created human by humans. Yeah, because they were created by humans. Yeah. So our God not being made by humans. Um, You know, obviously has the traits of being loving and caring for his people, Um, and that's what is really cool. Uh, But one of the themes of it is this man who's the villain of it. His name's Gore. 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 Uh, Which is such a – played by Christian Bale in the movie, so Batman is now a villain, (laughs) Uh, which is interesting. Uh, but he plays a fantastic villain in it but his whole thing was that he was done wrong by the god that he served and it was like this sun god some it was made up yeah. for the movie or for the you know for the the comic books or whatever it was but this this god had done done he and his family wrong and so he's in this god's presence um and he like now devotes himself to ending all these like you know false gods okay um because he's like they, they all do wrong and I mean that so it becomes the, the main thing but it, it makes it interesting because it's like the connection that we have with our God is far greater yeah. than anything that we could ever imagine because he is the God that can do all things and he's invested in the relationships that he has with us um, and that's why, I mean, Zach and I were talking about what we're going to talk about today is the, the just the power and the importance of prayer yeah and that connection. Because you were
1: saying that this, this Gore, he was praying to this God, and the God heard the prayer, but he just didn't care. He didn't care. He threw yeah. it
0: all away. I mean, and they make a point of that. And, you know, even to the point where Gore's like, oh, what about my... Um, Everlasting reward, my eternal reward, and the God laughs at him in his face and said, "There is no reward. You're dead. You're just gone now. Like there's nothing for you." And they're like, in this God and all of his uh, fault, like his like, um, like I I use this in air quotes, heavenly followers (laughs) are like laughing. At, at this you know at this this man that's devoted his life to him yeah um and it's it's a sad thing to see because there's there's so much truth in it I mean when you flip that and you think about how we just worship the world around us because in our mind um we we can have whatever we want whenever yeah. we want it um but there's nothing that's ever going to come of that right. in truth uh, but so, ahead, but
1: we serve the God that is faithful to His promises and I think. Um, that's, that's what the Israelite people clung to Yep. when they were, every time they'd make a mistake and, you know, God would have to separate himself from them and, and they would, you know, fall into whatever would be slavery with the Egyptians or, you know, um, you know, be conquered by the Babylonians, whatever Mm -hmm. it was that the, the God's people weren't following God, weren't, weren't weren't living as he called them to, and he allowed them to be conquered and and to be taken away from him. Yep. Um, but he they always clung to this promise that our God is good, and he mm-hmm. said this to generations before, that we are going to have this eternal relationship, this everlasting relationship, we are his people, and mm-hmm. they clung to those promises. Yeah. Um, and that's something that we still do now as followers of God, because yeah. we can look around us and we can see... Um, the, the broken world, the fallen world, all of the the heartache, all of you know. Even Christianity is is thought of as a, 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 a laughing stock in some instances, in some places. And how can you be a Christian? How can how can you you know? How can you love that, God? Right.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, that's become the the mentality of the <laughs> world around us. Because, of, I, and I think more specifically, it's almost Christianity within the United States because a lot of it has become a lot about prosperity yeah because we've all we've done is prosper and so we've been at the top of the i mean of the the food chain almost where it's right. like we've had all, everything good and we've had god but when we don't have um everything together what you're seeing in the world around us right now you can see people are like Pfft. Yeah. What good was that? Yeah. God?
1: What's, what's yeah, exactly.
0: And uh, it, it shows that people were not actually clued into who God is and what he's actually all about. They're clued into I'm happy and this whole God idea of now I have an everlasting reward, you know, in heaven. Um, that makes me happy. Uh, but really the truth of it is is it was all empty. It right. was empty. It was the God that they had created for themselves rather than, you know, our God.
1: Right. Um, and it kind of leads us maybe into this idea of prayer in general. Yeah. Um, when we pray to our God in heaven, it's this idea that the the Almighty God who created everything—you know, you're talking about this movie with all these little gods that are in this coliseum and— There are nothings. Th- nothings compared to the God of the universe that yes. created everything Yeah, with, with, with a single breath. When you think about that, mm-hmm. I was just outside uh, last night. Well, we have a, a sun porch, um, and we'll sit out there sometimes at night after— you know, sun goes down, it's dark. We watch the, the lightning bugs, and I was watching the stars start to come out. Mm-hmm. And to think of how far away a star is mm-hmm. and how many of them there are and that God made that mm-hmm. and just how insignificant I am in thinking of that. Yeah. We could never build something to travel to a star, right? Like, no. and, and get there in time Man, to be still be alive. So, but, you know, they're, they're light years away. Exactly, And that's how big our God is. And to think mm-hmm. that when I pray... Me, that that the words I say are
0: traveling traveling
1: along. to the ears of the Almighty. Yeah, is kind of a hard thing to think about. It
0: is, and it's funny because my kids were just talking about that. They're like, "So God's up above the clouds." I'm like,
1: "Yes,
0: but God, like, God exists here. Yeah, God exists everywhere. everywhere. God." Yeah. E- I was yeah. trying to get them to understand that heaven is not part of our reality. Like right. the the idea of where God resides is not part of what we experience as the universe around us which is a very hard concept to grasp right um but i mean and i don't even fully understand it i don't understand what eternity actually looks like with god i'm not going to pretend to but i trust god Uh, and like zach was saying it is like this amazing thing to think about that when we lift our prayers up to god yeah uh it's going it's it's going beyond the reality of this world to his ears It's a crazy thing to think about. Yeah, it's it's when when it's you take wild. a step
1: back and 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 fathom that that God loves us. Yeah, that's what I always come back to yeah. whenever I'm having a bad day, or you know, we all question things and wonder why this is happening and, and w- why couldn't God do this? Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's a human thing. That's a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to sit back and think about the God of the universe. Mm-hmm. That loves me. Yep. That that always gets me back on track yeah. and, and makes and lights a spark inside of me that wants me to serve him. Yeah, um, he's right there. Right.
0: Um, I mean, this Holy Spirit resides within us in our hearts, in our minds. I mean, it's it, it is it's crazy to really contemplate because when you really start thinking about it, it's like, uh, it's it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Um, but to think about the fact that we have this relationship with Him like a yep. personal relationship, that he really loves us. I mean, according to his word, he desires a relationship with us, not because he needs it, but because he loves his creation. Yeah. He, cares he, about he, his he creation. created
1: that way mm-hmm. back in the garden. Yep. He made a spot that was holy, mm-hmm. you know, the Garden of Eden, and he allowed man to be with him. And and, and mm-hmm. they talk in the Bible about him walking in the cool of the evening and, the, and Adam and Eve going out and just enjoying God's presence. Yeah. Um, but this idea of where God resides now... God is a good, pure, holy God and can't be in the presence of sin. And so in that first sin, Adam and Eve in the garden, listen to the serpent. We talked about this a little bit before, you know, mm-hmm. that good fruit that he saw there that had to be the best fruit he's ever ta- you know, man yep. has ever tasted. We gave into that sin. We missed the mark. And because of that, God had to separate himself from us, yep. from, his, from his creation. We can't be there. So wherever God resides now is a place where there is no sin. Yep. And we long to be in that. In that yeah. realm with him, wherever that exists, that yeah, existence that is, we, we want to be there. Yeah, I, I know, but the I, I, the I furthest love talking star about away that.
0: from us is not it's not, not it's not Neverland. Sin. Well, that's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like even the furthest yeah. furthest galaxy from ours. Right, is not impervious to sin. It's a broken universe, not just a broken planet, a broken universe. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you were saying, that's such an, a that's even a crazier thing to think about. That God exists in a place where there is no sin because yeah. He can't be in the presence of it. Yeah, He's uh, the good he God. despises it right. so so. Much. He's not
1: like these gods of love and thunder that are that oh, are doing shit. things for their own pleasure and and, yeah. and debauchery and all this stuff. No, our God is a good God who loves us and desires for us to love him in that way. So
0: knowing that, Zach, when you pray to God, how how do you pray? What does your prayer life look like?
1: Well, I I struggle with this, to be quite honest with you, um, because I know that God is all-knowing, all-seeing. He knows every desire that I have, every problem that I have, um, before I even tell him. He knows the you know, the, the, all of the things I struggle with. The innermost with. desires of your heart. The innermost yeah. desires of your heart. Thank you for that, Stephen. That's the, that's exactly what I was trying to get out of there. Um, so to think, why do I even need to tell him? Because he knows that. Um, and so I, I always come back to this idea that what God desires is for us to desire him. And prayer, as Jesus modeled, he was God. He, he came to earth and he, he was God here on earth, he was fully man, but he would always go off and he would pray to the Heavenly Father mm-hmm. because he desired that relationship, that communion with him. And that's what God wants, he, for us to have that relationship with him. So my prayer life, um, I try not to make it routine, if that makes sense. Oh, no, it I, does make sense. I, I'm not saying that's right, but I, I I want to have a relationship with God. So like I like a real relationship, like a real relationship,
0: like you, a relationship that you have with anybody. You don't have, I don't have a time of day where it's like it's eight o'clock time to talk to Sarah. Like that's not. Right. How it the, works. There's
1: certain religions that do that. A certain yeah. time of day you will turn towards wh- wherever yeah, you're turning turn towards. East and, towards
0: Mecca, right? for example, in in the in Muslim faith.
1: Right, and, and and I can see that your it's your way of honoring God. I'm taking this time every day to honor God. Sure, but what I want is a relationship with God, mm-hmm. um, and so I pray to God. I I pray to him daily, but it's more of a conversation. And I bring to him um, things that are concerning to me. I always bring my family to God. Hey, thank you for what you've done. You are a great God. Thank you for blessing our families. We are healthy. We pray for continued health, things like that. But it's a conversation um, daily with God. Um, We always pray before meals. I think that's kind of a common thing. That that is (laughs) very common. Yeah, it's like, thank you for this food and it's just more of our like hearts for in the my right. McDonald's. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I always do that. I got to talk about please bless my body with this food God, and God's pre- going like, more, uh,
0: God, please prepare my body yes. for what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, but
1: it's just more of a, I have a thankful heart for yes. God allowing me to not worry about where my next meal is going to come. You know? That's mm-hmm. not always been the case in cultures and even in my, you know, a family we didn't have a lot of money growing up. Not not that we ever went hungry or anything, but mm-hmm. there are people in our own community that go without food. And it's just a just to say, thank you, God, for, for this. Thank you for preparing it. So my prayer life, um, I wouldn't say it's one to envy, but I would say I try to just have an, a relationship with God where it's not a routine, but it's a relationship.
0: Yeah, and that's what it should be. Uh, I don't think anything should ever be. I think once we fall into a routine, we really lose sight of what it's all about. Yeah. Like no relationship is built on routine. Like yeah. at this time I'm going to tell my wife that I love her. At yeah. this time I'm going to talk to her about Yeah, it's, it's spontaneous.
1: My- sure. Prayer yeah. is like, oh something's happening, I'm gonna pray to God. Yeah. Or oh wow that, that something good happened, I'm going to thank God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's I think it's for me, like you were kind of saying, I I I think on paper I don't have an enviable uh, prayer relationship with God, but I also view it as I mean Constant communication with God yes. as well, because I'm, I'm constantly aware of His presence in my life, and I think the problem sometimes is, you know, when you get into like old school Christianity, there's this formality, that is, uh you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Like implied, yeah. like you have to, you have to bow your head, and you have to close your eyes, and you fold your hands, and yeah. all, now your prayers can be sent to yeah. the above, and that's. The reason why we do that is out of reverence sure. for God. But is it necessary for our communication to be heard? No. Like, yeah. God's not like, well, he's not in the proper formation, so I can't uh, receive these words that he's sending my way. Yeah. Um, I mean, can you do that? Absolutely. It shows submission. Uh, When you have your hands folded and you have your head bowed and your eyes closed, you are in the most vulnerable state you can possibly be I
1: could come knock you over because you don't see it coming.
0: Absolutely. Um, And and I think that's what we're saying when we do that. We're submitting ourselves to God. We're showing him that there's nothing in this world that I fear because I am in communication with you right now. Um, And so, which is, I mean, a cool thing to think about in that regard. But at the same time, does it have to be that way? No. no cry out to god in your pain and your anger you don't have to have your head if you're just like sometimes you can blow steam off just to god like you could be on a walk and just shout out god what is happening like it's about the connection yeah prayer is all about the connection and that's how i view my prayer life there's no formality to it yeah but do i pray about things absolutely yeah. I, I trust his guidance. I trust the peace that the Holy Spirit's going to bring me about situations. Uh, I'm not perfect at it, and but that's why I want you guys to understand. Like anybody that's listening to this, like, you don't have to be a perfect prayer. There's no words that you could say that are going to make God listen to you all the more. Yeah, because um, God's not shocked by anything. He created you. He knows your heart, and that's why. Like when people even say like they have their own prayer language, well, that's cool because God knows your heart anyway. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not saying w- w- one way or the other if. If that's a gift or not, uh, I mean, but the the idea is you're communicating with God. Right. However you want to view that is however you can view it. I, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I knew that was like something for my grandfather. Like he like that was a, a like he he was one of those guys who pray head down, eyes closed for hours on end. Yeah.
1: You were saying that we, we were talking about this with our small group just yeah. on Wednesday night that your grandfather would wake up super early in the morning and pray for a couple hours before the day started. Yeah. That's, that's an amazing thing. That's yeah, and, but like, I, I guess that would be for me. Like that's an enviable prayer life. Like but
0: it's, is it? Or, no, no, it's not. I mean, it, here's the thing. And I'm not downplaying it. my grandfather felt that was his gift to give to the world. Yeah. Um, and not in a like, look how awesome I am kind of way in a, like it was, uh, it was always presented in a very humble manner because the idea was, is that especially as he got older and got less mobile, yeah, he started to feel useless you know and that was what he would talk about a lot of times he's like i just
1: that was his way of of honoring god honoring god and honoring other people like
0: fulfilling the great commandment how can i feel fulfill the great commandment because his his knees were bad and his ankles were bad and he had to wear braces on his legs to to get around he had a cane uh, and it bothered him very much so because he used to be a guy that like just you know could get around relatively easy but the older he got the the more his body just broke down but that's what he found was his way to connect with God and with people was through his prayer, uh, prayers for them. Um, so, I mean, yeah, maybe you get into a phase of life where that is your prayer life where like, this is how I give. But the whole idea is, is that it's an act of worship. Yeah. It's, it's our act of worship. It's our, 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 it's our community and communication with God shows that we care enough about it. It can look, so different in so many ways, but it it's comes, personal. It's personal, and it's not
1: for a show. I think um, Jesus was asked, you know, how how do you pray? And he says, what you do is you go into a room by yourself, um, and you pray to the God who hears in secret. and And the point was, you know, he wants this relationship with you. It's not he would always condemn the Pharisees for going out and praying in public and making other people feel less. You know, like this is my great prayer, you peons, right? Yes. you can't pray like I pray. I have this great relationship with God. Look at me. Right. And he says, you go in, in private and you pray to the God who hears you in private. And then he went through the Lord's Prayer and all the things that you're supposed to pray about. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and not that you have to pray that prayer every single time, by the way. I, we say this all the time. Uh, it, that right. prayer is important, but it's never it was never meant to be ritualistic.
1: Right. Yes. But it gives you a, a guideline of the things that how you should pray. Right. Exactly. You, you honor your God. Hallowed be thy name. God in heaven, you are greater than me. You know, Thy Kingdom come, Your Your will be done on earth and heaven. This idea that God, you know better than I do, um,
0: and lead me to what you need done.
1: Yes, and and that's where our relationship with God should begin. With the fact that you are God and I am not. I am humble, coming before you. These are the cries of my heart, but you know better than me. Even Jesus, you this know, this is what Jesus would yes, pray himself. He's yes, not, he wasn't I mean, saying
0: like this is how you guys should pray. He's like, this is how I pray
1: in the Garden of Gethsemane. Right, he's praying that He's praying God, that Your prayer. will be done. Even though this is going to be terrible, and if anything else could happen... Please I, do it. Please do, do it. it. Do but, it now. <laughs> right. But your will be done, not mine.
0: Absolutely.
1: And that humbleness is where we come to at, to before God, because we think we know best, um, but God knows best. And, he, and we are struggling with things, and God knows that. But what he wants is for us to bring it to him in a way that says, I'm humble before you. I trust everything that you have done in my life and will do in my life. You have been faithful throughout generations. You'll be faithful to me. Here is my prayer. And I trust that you will fulfill this, the best possible outcome for me, because you are a good God. And when we come to God with that attitude, and then we bring other people to God. So that's, you know, continuing on in the prayer. Um, We pray for our daily bread and we pray for um, you know, not Let our to, needs be met. Yeah, that our needs be met, but also for other people and, yep. and God wants us to to um just bring our life, our concerns, all of our relationships, everything to him and have this communication with him. And that's what prayer is. Yeah. It's us communicating with the holy God and and keeping our hearts in, in communion with him and just trusting our life to him.
0: Yeah, and uh so our, I mean, I, I think our advice to you and our advice to ourselves is don't overcomplicate something that really is not complicated. Yeah. This is probably one of the easiest aspects of the relationship with God. There's plenty of things that we're going to, the mystery, as Paul would write, the mysteries of God and how he yeah. operates. Yeah, there's things that we're not going to understand. But prayer is not a mystery. It's yeah. very straightforward, and it's all about communication. Yeah. Um, you, we don't have good relationships with people when we don't have regular communication with them. Yeah. Like Zach and I talk several times a week. Uh, do we need to? I don't know. <laughs> but We like to. Yeah. It, it, it builds our bond. Um, you know, we share our week with each other. The same thing we do with our wives, uh, even more so. I would imagine. Yes. Uh, for sure. We're with them every single yeah. day. But our communication is constant. That's what builds our relationship. But God is, you know, our relationship with God. We're not going to have a dependence on God if we're not making him a routine part of our day and in our right. lives.
1: And routine can, in the fact that we seek yes. him, not routine in the fact that we pray at this time of day. And yeah, it, yeah, and
0: that's, I mean, I would hope with everything that we've said yeah, before right, right. that's clear at this yes. point. Yeah, like it just becomes a regular part. I, is a better word than yeah. a routine part. A regular part of what we do every single day when I'm, I'm walking down the street I'm aware of God's presence. When I'm driving somewhere, I'm aware of God's presence. When I'm talking to my kids, I'm aware of God's presence. Are we constantly aware of God's presence throughout our day? Um, And
1: that'll help us live every aspect of our life, right? Better. Like God... God sees me in this, I'm going to make this decision. God will help me through this. I'm going to, to, to decide to do things mm-hmm. this way.
0: But it's the constant awareness yeah. that he is there is what we want. Because also, that will lead you away from making poor decisions, the things that we would do in private when no one's around. If we're aware of God's presence, we're going to be like, nah, I yeah. shouldn't do this. Ah. I shouldn't be on my computer at 11 o'clock at night when my parents are in bed. Right. I shouldn't be watching this show. I shouldn't be watching this movie. I shouldn't be listening to this. Why? Because I'm aware of God's presence Right now. And I um, and I
1: know because God loves me and He's told me and explained to me this will harm me that I trust him.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's only He only wants the best for you because He loves you. Um so we can't view God's constant presence as like, Don't do this, don't do that. It's like, hey man, I really love you. And yeah. like you doing that is going to hurt you. Right. You know, I'm not gonna let my kid stick his finger in an outlet. Be, you know, and I'm standing right there. Why? Because I love him and I don't want him to get hurt. And it's the same thing. When God sees us about to make a mistake, Yeah. like, and we're aware that he's there, we should be like, oh, I should pay attention to what he has to say. Like, this is yes. not good for me. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we I think we we battle this all the time because we have our own desires. We have what we want. Um, and uh, it can, it could can be a very complicated thing for sure. So... Yeah, prayer. If you guys aren't praying, you should start, be. <laughs> start thinking about it differently. Yeah, uh, because it doesn't have to be something that you how you see everybody else do it. Like right. do it how you feel led to do it. But always the constant in it is always revere God. God's yes. not your your buddy. Uh, he is and he isn't. He's but he's not like your bro. Yeah. Where, where some people present it that way. No, 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 no. He's, He's God. God. He's God. <laughs> He's God. He's the creator of the universe. We don't have to, like, we don't have to um, come before him with, like, you know, our, our you know, face down to the ground. But right. at the same time, don't be like, hey, bro, what's up? Because, I mean, at the same time, that's not respecting yeah, God. That's right. like treating him like I would treat Zach. I love right. Zach, but not in the same way that I love God. Um, so we have to be um, just conscious yeah. of that. So. Anyway, is there anything else you wanted to add to it, Zach?
1: No, I think I think that was a pretty good podcast. It even. was, Zach.
0: I, we were just we were pros. Ah. This the beginning when we were going to the movie. Ah, yet last night. Before that, um, Sarah asked if I would take Pete, uh, oh, wow. like uh, not to the movie, but like just get Good. him out <laughs> of the yeah, get him out of the kitchen while she was like uh, preparing to make some cherry pie. Okay, so I take Pete because Pete like has to be attached to my wife all the time, and I take him out to the man cave. And Pete loves hats. Like, he
1: loves your hats.
0: He loves hats in general. Kay. He does love my hats. Uh, But he likes different types of hats, like ball caps. He doesn't really care for ball caps. But he found this uh, when Sarah and I got married, we went to Disney World for our honeymoon, which is in stark contrast of how I feel about Disney World today. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so what they have there is a bride and groom Mickey Mouse ear hats. Oh, so I had like a top hat with Mickey ears. Nice. Attached to the side. And Sarah had this this, you know, bride bridal band like mini ears with the bow and like it had a veil off the back and we nice. had pictures of us wearing this stuff uh and pete loves loves the top hat he wears it all the time he's crushed it it's destroyed but it's his hat he just puts it on at random and walks around and he looks super fancy <laughs> uh, but anyway needless to say the kid loves hats and out in my man cave i have an indiana jones hat oh like i uh, have one you gave it to me I gave thanks you, partner i gave you my first indiana yeah. jones hat the one that uh um, you used for your video series. Yeah. Um, I was just like, keep it. Nah, but <laughs> it's
1: been on your head long enough. You can keep it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't want that back. <laughs> that wasn't it. Uh, so anyway, before father's day, a couple of years ago, my kids got me a new, um, like, it's like the, the material that the hats were made of. Cause the one that I gave you is a leather hat. Yeah. This one is, um, like, a felt okay. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so, Uh, I have it hanging with all my Indiana Jones stuff. I have the 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 whip, the bull whip, the hat, the poster, everything uh, hanging hanging up. So uh, Pete sees the hat and he points at it. He's like, hat. And I'm like, you want to wear it? Uh huh. So I put it on his head and he's like, thrilled. (laughs) Out of his mind, thrilled. And so I take it off his head and I put it on my head. And he's like laughing, and we're like enjoying the moment. I take the hat off and look inside, and there's a family of spiders. (laughs) No, there's not. Yes, there is living inside of this hat. I was like, No! No!
1: Well, it's a good thing between you and Pete, you have about three
0: hairs. Yeah. So they're not like hiding. They're not hiding in our hairs. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, because I see the mama spider. She's big. She's big. <laughs> and there's like three billion baby ah! little white baby spiders. Ah! So I'm like, ah! And I run into the house. And I'm like, Sarah, check his head. And like, she's got like shortening on her hands. And she's like, I can't right now. And like, he was fine. I was like, oh, my goodness. What if he got bit by this thing on his head? What if I would have got bit on my head? Um, you know, so I don't know if this is a spider bite <laughs> on the side of my head or not. It was, I hate spiders. I hate spiders. I hate spiders. Too. I, I hate spiders. And wow. The funny thing was, I calmly put the hat back up. Like, I hung it. I didn't throw the hat or did, anything. Did you leave it.
1: the spiders in it?
0: I had to go take care of my son. Yeah, the spiders are still. I was like, oh, I, I'll take care of this later. Are
1: they still there? They're
0: still there. Oh. Uh, I got to deal with that.
1: Oh. Oh.
0: So, anyway, anyway. Yeah, my Indiana Jones hat uh, is the home to a family of I don't know what kind of spiders. <laughs> Brown Recluse. It was brown. I Big. Don't if, I don't know if it's a brown recluse. Brown recluse has like the like thicker legs, right?
1: No, they're spindlier. They are. Yeah, like the thicker legs are like a wolf spider.
0: Oh boy! <laughs> <What about brown laughs> look!
1: Recluse? Look up a picture of a brown recluse. I don't
0: think. It, why do you keep saying recluse? Recluse? It, it, isn't it recluse? I don't know. <laughs> recluse. Yeah, it's this is this is post podcast anyway. It's this making point. a recluse on my brain. So if you're still listening at this point, it's because you love us. Ha- you love us, or you have nothing better to do <laughs> right now. I'm looking at Brown recluse. Brown, <laughs> this is recluse. this is this is great radio right this here. This is really good radio. This is why people tune in. No, that's I mean, not it. This, that's a big spider. Well, you said it was a big spider. It wasn't that big. And, and like I said, it, its legs were like. I mean. They were like those skinny skinny legs. Uh, okay. Yeah. That looks like it has like a little bit a thicker leg to it. A little yeah, bit more So, to it. I am not worried that two to four years those things can live. <laughs>
1: You're going to have to burn that hat pretty soon. If if there's if those spiders get big in there, I'll, you'll be getting a new new Indiana Jones. Uh, hat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so that's my story. That's great. If you were listening, thank you for listening to the extended edition of this podcast.
1: So I'm Zach.
0: I'm Steve. Be blessed.
1: We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.